Welcome to the Flea Factory Podcast, where we explore how to put together your life, your passions, your skills, and your responsibilities. Don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back. Well, today um, I decided to share with you something I recorded the other day as I was driving to the city. I was driving, I had about a 45-minute drive ahead of me, and I just turned my recorder on and in essence just started, I guess, sharing what's been going on for me at the moment. So, my apologies, the audio quality is interesting. It was a rainy night, um, so you're going to hear a bit of road noise, you're going to hear a bit of rain. I hope you can hang in there uh, for the extent of this podcast, but I hope you uh, get something out of it. The last couple of days I've been trying to work out if I'm even considering some opportunities that have been floating around for me probably for the last, oh, some of them even for a year. And I guess I'm there's some reasons why I've not not run after them and I'm trying to work out if they're the right reasons or if they're, uh, I guess, the wrong reasons. And partly some of the reasons why I've, I've not wanted to pursue some, some opportunities has been that some of these things look a whole lot like the last thing I did. Um, and, and I haven't really fully gone into that yet, but my, the last sort of big thing I did, I was the... CEO of a large national organisation and um, look I was good at what I did and and I actually loved what I did and um, nobody really wanted me to go and and I didn't really want to go but I was I was kind of broken I I I came to a place where I just everything kind of unfolded in front of me and it was really more burnout than anything else just um, just running for consistent long periods of time uh, with with sort of limited resources and uh, limited um, limited opportunity to kind of fill me up and um, and also you know, really working for an organisation for nearly ten years where uh, financially it was really tough as well. It was a non-profit and we um, we we committed to raising our own funds to work for the non-profit uh, even in the role of CEO. I you know I spent a Obviously, as a CEO, you're responsible for the ongoing viability of the organisation, but we were also raising um, the funds to, to pay my wage, sort of separate to that as well. And, and we didn't begrudge that, and that was part of the deal, and we've been doing it for you know, nearly a decade. But there comes a point where, you know, there's stats that take a toll, and, and I guess and I, I just snapped. I, I burnt out. I, I kind of broke. And, um, and, and that period led into... A time where I kind of every time I tried to get back up off the mat, I kind of got another. We got another kick in the head as a family, and so we then ended a period of time where we we uh, we lost my grandfather, um, who'd been unwell for quite a while, and and then um, you know then we lost then we lost Katrina's dad, and um, uh, suddenly, sort of out of nowhere, and um, and then we lost my dad, and just the, the grief mixed with the burnout and the, the reality of sort of our life and the fact that really, if I'm honest, we just hadn't built up, we hadn't built up any resilience. We, we hadn't built up the, there was no, um, 
there was no safety net. There was no there was no backup plan. There was no plan B. There definitely wasn't any savings. There wasn't any. Um, but it's not just about money. There wasn't sort of emotional savings. There weren't. Um, we hadn't sort of built up a a bank of resilience. We kind of spent everything we had, and you know that's kind of led to where we are and 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 what we're doing at the moment. And really, me being quite painful to be honest um, in running around from sort of one thing to the next trying to work out what it is that I'm, I'm supposed to kind of do with my life and what's ended up happening is as a I guess reaction to that that last um, that last period of uh, working in my life in that kind of way I've sort of decided in my head that I I, I don't want to do that ever again and I've got a am um, I've got a document on my computer, on my desktop, and it's called Things I Don't Want to Do Again. It's a very short list, um, but it, yeah, it's got a small list of things that I just, I just don't want to be part of uh, my work life again. Here's the problem. I'm actually really good at all of those things. And when I'm doing those things and I'm doing them well, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm quite effective. <laughs> And, um, but I instinctively want nothing to do with them at the moment. I've been wanting to run away from them and deciding that I wanted to do kind of anything, anything but that. And um, from entertaining the idea of going back to uni and kind of retraining as something completely different, whether it's, you know, as a, to be honest, I looked back into going and doing optometry again, like I talked about wanting to do at school and realized I still don't want to do that. Or whether I wanted to pursue psychology or, a master's degree, you know, there was a master's degree I stumbled across which was called a, a Master's of uh, Entrepreneurship in Applied Innovation, which is, um, I don't even know what it, uh, basically, it sounds amazing, but um, it's not really what I want to do. And uh, then, I, then I wanted to try and just do coaching and training and, and helping other people, but, uh, and I'm good at that. Again, I, I can do that stuff. And, and, and I can achieve good results for people, but ultimately it continues to be me kind of running away from what it is that I I want to do and I, I'm good at. And I guess it leads you to this podcast, which is me genuinely trying to work out what the heck I'm supposed to be doing uh, now and into the future. And I don't have a clue, um, except there seem to be these opportunities working in very similar, not similar, but comparable things to the, the things I've been doing for over 20 years and things that I'm really good at. And But I just don't want to. I don't want to do it because I've, I've associated them with, um, with that painful part of my life. And I guess my rationalisation says... Well, if you don't do those things again, then you won't experience that again. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure that's how it works. And I'm not sure I can keep going on ignoring, I guess, what I used to do. And, and really for me, I'm not, I'm, I'm not motivated by profit. I'm, I'm not motivated by, by money. That's, I don't, um, now, Please hear me right, I'm not saying I'm anti-business and people shouldn't be about earning money and you shouldn't uh, run businesses and turn a profit and employ people. I think that's a 
huge part of our world that we need people to be running businesses and, and providing jobs for people and, and, and be motivated by growing a company to, to earn money to enable those things to happen is a, is a wonderful thing and I'm really not but it's not it's not my it's not me it's not how I'm wired I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not wired for that and someone's <laughs> someone said to me the other day you don't have that color killer instinct and I guess they meant I don't have that kind of sales brain where I just get the sale like I'd, I'd rather I'm the guy that says oh you really could do you really need this but you can't afford it how about I just give it to you and we'll work out how to pay for it later and the downside of that is that um, at times I've I've done that and worked like that and, and it's cost me. It's it's cost me time, energy, and and and, and finance for our family, a, a viability, you know. And so, I often say, something someone asks me about, you know, one of the questions I ask people is when they come and have the interview is who's who's been of um, influence to you. And if I'm honest, one of the things that is sticking in me at the moment is um, what my dad taught me about work, and. Um, my dad was a really hard worker and he'd done many different things from, from being a police officer to a, a security guard to a, a bus company operator to he owned a corner store to um, a, owned a driving school to working in a commercial magnet factory making industrial magnets for welders to uh, he was a fitter and turner by trade which I think everybody was at some point uh, in the history of the world and um, and he worked he worked really hard and and but but that that wasn't really just what I learned. I, I learned the one thing anyone who knew my dad would know is that he um, he gave of himself and his time just over and above to the point you know he the, the minute he retired he had to go and volunteer at a men's shed or my whole childhood he was the president of the local Lions Club. He was always you know cooking a barbecue or fixing someone's backyard or mowing a lawn or I don't know, you know and and before he died he was heavily involved in the men's shed network but also mentoring young people and he'd go into schools and he'd sort of walk alongside these kind of year nine, year ten students and and just invest himself in his in their lives and so I just I learned what I say to people is I learned how to serve from my father. And and to be honest though what I also learned is I, I kinda learned at times, I learned how to serve to the point where um, he and the people around him suffered a little bit because he was just busy engaged in serving other people. Now, there's an element of that which is not wrong. It's, it's an amazing character trait and, 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 and just an amazing part of who he was and, and, and who I want to be as well. But I'm realizing that, you know, there's that fine line and balance. and and. I'm starting to reflect that I'm, you know, for 10 years I, I served, and, and, but ultimately maybe to a point where I am kind of hurt myself. And so what I'm trying to come to terms with the moment I, I need to get my head around is, you know, everybody in my life who knows me well enough and who's seen me work and operate for 20 years will affirm my skills and my gifts in certain things. And um, again, had another friend this morning, I was talking about a, a certain opportunity situation, and he said, you know, Everybody sees your potential and everybody sees your value. Um, and I said, yeah, 
yeah, but somehow they never seem to equal getting paid. Uh, you know, my, my life has been in, in church work and working with uh, at-risk young people and um, has been in running non-profit organisations and um, I guess in places where there are things that are, are important that need to be done and, and whether or not there's money for it ultimately in a way is irrelevant because it, it needs doing and and you know asking for money for, for that and, and trying to constantly encourage people to think and expand their worldview to a point where they think about the things that we spend our whole life knowing are a, are a need is, is tough it's it's quite it's quite tiring continually being the guy saying oh but would you consider you know giving into this to help this happen what about this what about them um, what about these needs over here you know would you consider it's 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 tiring being that that guy and um, I kind of drew a line under it and kind of said never again I, I will never I don't want to fundraise, I don't want to fundraise for a living, I don't want to fundraise for an organisation, I don't want to, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that anymore, and I said I want to be that guy, and, and I guess I'm, I'm struggling with, if I'm not motivated by profit and business per se, as a, as a sort of money-making venture is not my thing, and I'm, I love being creative, and I, I love my music, and I love playing, and I love this podcast and I would love to continue a version of this podcast for, for uh, the future and continue to do it and I want to tell stories and uh, I'd, honestly I'd love to make documentaries, I'd love to, I'd love to do all that stuff but um, I don't see any of that stuff earning me a living anytime sort of soon and as a father of five and uh, a husband and a son and a grandson looking after uh, my mum and my grandmother as well. Um, my ability to just kind of say, oh, well, I'm going off to make films and podcasts and, and for the rest of my life, and it's just not, it's not a possibility. Uh, not, not right now, that doesn't mean I'm, I will stop, but um, I want to continue to do it because I enjoy it and I love it. And, but I desperately just want to fall in love with something again. And, and to be honest, for 10 years I was in love with what I did. I, I loved the organisation that I was part of. I loved the people involved. I... Um, was an international network. I, I, I traveled the world to amazing place, places and met amazing people and we achieved amazing things and uh, I had the ability to speak into the lives of just so many people and, and grow young leaders and, and help them grow and, and I'm still you know connected to a, a bunch of them and I, I loved it. I got out of bed in the morning and I, I just I loved it and I'm, I'm starting to wonder whether not only did I love it, I was also good at it, and why am I making the decision that I don't want to go back anywhere near that kind of a thing again? Um, and so there's a couple of opportunities, and I won't go into them right now because I don't really know if they are, but they're, they're potentially things I could throw my life into again. Right now, there's no sign that those things would earn me a living. Anyone again who knows me knows that that's the story of my last 20 odd years of working. But if I, I'm on a quest for meaning in what I do, I'm not sure I have an op I'm not sure I have an alternative. 
I'm not sure I'm going to find that value proposition or that meaning or that sense that I'm contributing to something that just desperately needs doing and needs fighting for without entertaining the idea of going back to I guess a similar kind of space um, so I don't know I don't know the answer to that and I've started to ask a few people around me what they think about that and I'm, I haven't necessarily enjoyed the answers yet um, mainly because most of them affirm that I'm really good at that stuff and I've, you know, it's a no-brainer that maybe I should go back and do similar things but I just don't have I don't have a clarity to it and I'm just so so genuinely petrified that it's all going to fall apart again and I know, if there's one thing I know, I don't want that. I know that. And at the moment, my way of making sure that doesn't happen is just not to go anywhere near it. The problem with that is you, I've tended to isolate myself. I am particularly like people anymore. I've got really kind of negative and we've got really isolated and we're not engaged with community as much as we should and as much as we want and I, I once saw a psychologist and she said something that's really stuck with me for a long time she says you can't you can't selectively numb emotions she said that if you try and stop fear uh, being fearful what you end up doing is you kill joy at the same time so if you spend your life trying to avoid certain very specific things, the problem is there's collateral damage to that. So if I spend my life trying to avoid the burnout and the breakdown happening again, the byproduct of that is I also kill the joy of working for something bigger than myself. I kill the joy of working in teams of people who feel like they're really making a difference in the world. I kill the joy of being in community and of my family being in community and us enjoying living a life with people rather than um, in silos separate and closing our front door and locking ourselves in. And I'm just starting to ask myself the question whether is that, is my desire to avoid the pain ultimately bringing a different kind of pain which is absolutely no better is me trying to avoid that actually causing us and me a, a new problem and I think the answer might be yes but I'm not convinced of it yet so yeah, that's my update. It's, I don't want you to think this is a negative one. It's not a negative update. This is just a... This is one of those realisation moments which is, like, heavy, but has, like, glimpses of... Uh, maybe if I pursued that, my life could be different. Um, but it's real, and I'm sure you're having your own version of these conversations of... You know, uh, the, the thing that I'm... I'm passionate about how do I 
pursue that. And I guess I've been reflecting this last few days on my conversation with Talia and this kind of reality that she's passionate about people and creativity and art and, and that she realised that, you know, social work was not her way to care for people, but she knows that she needs to keep focused on people. And I just am, I've been challenged by the people aspect because I've probably been known for my connection to people, my involvement with people, and my care for people, and my leadership of people. Like, it's always been about people. But where I find myself right now is this kind of feeling of, oh, it's, people are too hard. It's too hard dealing with people. And maybe if I could just get a job, <laughs> I often joke, if I could just make apple cider and build guitars in a shed by myself for the rest of my life, then I'd be happy. And I don't think that's true, but that's kind of the extent of where I've got, is if I just kind of disappear off the face of the earth and nobody would really notice, and it would be easier than like working in an arena where I'm deeply engaged in the rumble of people. And I don't think it's true. I think I'm maybe running away from that is has its own set of um, consequences so anyway this is a ramble while I'm driving and I you probably turned off by now I don't blame you if you have but if you're still with me uh, thanks uh, and I guess I'm just gonna keep keep pushing I have to um, we have to work out what what it all looks like but I think this kind of the quest for meaning and value in what I do, for me, is, it's like the missing link. If it's not there, then I just, I can't, I can't, I can't tolerate it. I don't have the ability to just keep going. Um, I'm willing to withstand pain and cost, but there has to be a reason for it. And so there has to be a value property. There has to be something that we're achieving that is of bigger and greater importance than just me showing up to work and doing an activity. And that's just the way I'm wired. I, I can't escape it as much as I at times want to. So, thanks for listening to my ramblings again. Um, this podcast is probably just a cathartic experience for me. And if nobody's listening, that's fine. But if you are listening, thank you. I hope it's helpful. Um, but yeah, we keep going. Uh, we... Stay on the quest. And maybe we do that together. Alright. See ya.